The following is a Bunkazilla original production. We are monsters of culture. Christian, Jason, Ian. Three heroes searching for the answers to trivial questions you never really asked. Together, they are Trivial Titans. Now, get ready for another action-packed trivial episode. Hello and welcome to Trivial Titans here at Bunkerzilla UK. I'm Ian Bolton, I'm one of the Titanic trio, and I'm joined first with the man to my right. He is the Obsidian Waterfall Adonis, that is Jason Freeman. Yo, 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 yo. Happy new January. You're, you're now going to be, I'm going to call you Mr. Calendar from now on. I mean, so. that's racist. <laughs> is it? Uh, yeah. Do you know what calendar means in my language? Does it mean calendar? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left is, of course, as always, Christian R. Allen. And Christian, for the listeners at home, what does the R stand for? Uh, retinol. Lovely. I think we've all learned something today already. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Mm. But yes, welcome to Trivial Titans, the place where we answer some of the most trivial questions in pop and geek culture today <laughs> and uh, it's been a while since we've done uh, our last episode i think we had our christmas episode where we all felt merry in november uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i have gone to like various bbc recordings for christmas specials over the years and they're always done in july it's so <laughs> I, I saw a q the qi christmas special the one with uh david tennant okay. um, a few years ago and it was july and we had a message said please bring christmas jumpers <laughs> like, or just ju- wear jumpers, and it's so hot. <laughs> just like Was that part of uh, David Tennant's? Uh, oh yeah, his, his good boy, good good boy, his good, good boy, good boy, good boy. He's a good doctor. Yeah, it was part of his good boy tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I didn't ever work out that like, he appeared and ran about like several hundred hours worth of BBC content just that to Christmas. say I'm leaving just bye I mean to be fair it was one of the highest rated episodes of Doctor Who was his last one I it, mean, really like it was a good two part I mean, I really yeah. liked it Yeah. so you were doing that of, of, of last year do you want to know what I spent most of New Year's doing and then up to this point staring doing? at a mirror crying deeply no I was actually going about to every butcher shop and every poultry place I could and believe it or not I couldn't find a turkey for a penny <laughs> <laughs> You're never going <laughs> to let me live that down, are you? No, two? no. <laughs> was the problem that you were offering too much because it was meant to be half a penny? <laughs> it was meant to be half a penny for a damn turkey. <laughs> Do you have a saw <laughs> and a penny? <laughs> uh, but yes, good Christmases, good New Year's all around. Yeah, yeah. I, I it was brilliant because um, um, I was meant to hang out with a friend, but he um and get smashed, but he he, he suffered basically heart attack like symptoms mm. a year beforehand, and they came back just as he was about to come down and hang out with me. So we thought, that's not a good idea. We'll, we'll hang out like, next week, have a quiet one, and you check yourself out. And he's all good. He's all good. It was a case of just he was sitting there and he was like, oh, oh, holy shit, my chest! My chest is Christian! No! <laughs> <laughs> it was actually affection for me, but he hasn't felt affection for such a long time. He didn't realise what it was. Uh, I see. Yeah. I see. And his, his heart <laughs> grew two sizes that day, <laughs> and he had to call the hospital. Actually, it was <laughs> it was literally the opposite, because when he had his, his issues, his heart shrank in half <laughs> two of his <laughs> valves collapsed <laughs> yeah Ooh. yeah yeah that's not, not good yeah the worst thing is that i'm one of his best friends didn't know about it for about six months i'm like, <laughs> like I'm li- I'm j- i was just speaking to him i was like if you died would your family have told me would have i been able to go to the funeral and he's like probably not probably not it's like great cheers <laughs> um but anyway, I digress. Um, so I decided, right, I might as well hang out with my, my in-laws. And I turn up, I bring my Nintendo Switch and Mario Kart. And there was like five, six 
um, little girls, including my nieces there, and they all gravitated to the Switch. And it, it's really fascinating. First of all, it gave the adults a bit of respite. I walked into the other room and I was like, hi, I'm the one who bought the Switch. You're welcome. Um, and then I, I noticed that the adults started racing the girls. Um, one of my younger nieces, her name's Millie, and she's about six. Uh, she, her third time ever playing Mario Kart. She was first. And I turned around to her uncle, who um, I've never seen such competitive aggression, like, hit a man's face before. <laughs> he was really, it was really chill. And to the moment she, this six-year-old girl overtook him, it was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and he leaned in. I swear his face was about to press right up to the screen. <laughs> and he looked so tense. I thought like, it was going to be a blood vessel burst. Mm. And then the moment, the moment, like the, the fraction of a second he overtook her, his b- he became the most tranquil, calm, zen human being I've ever seen in my life. It's just like the glazed, smug look on his face. I'm like, mate, she's six. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm like, well done, Millie. You were third. That was really good. And looking at him, he's like, I am the master of Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I generally thought he was going to backhand her if she'd won. (laughs) He used to be a prison guard as well. So, I mean, like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um... Yeah, and so speaking of video games, um, the family got to, <laughs> the family got together, and what we tend to usually do when uh, we go and visit um, my siblings up in in London, um, to London, in to London, in that north, we we end up <laughs> loading up a Jackbox party game. Yep, and we usually end up playing uh, Fibbage because Fibbage is good. Fibbage is, Fibbage is good. Fibbage. Fibbage. And what's Fibbage? Sorry, Fibbage is when it's kind of like you have to create lies to try and get people to believe your lie. Well, no, you get you get um you get a question. So, uh, like in in Texas in 1996, uh, people discovered that this led to increased uh, children being born, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and basically, you fill in an art, you fill in a fake answer to go in that gap, and then afterwards, you get the display of the real answer and all the other fake answers, and you get points if people ah. go for your answer. Yeah. And you also get points if you get the right answer. So I guess the ho- the point in the game is to try to be. Oh, so do you <laughs> see? I I'm a twat. So I mean, I I would just I would write the most ridiculous thing imaginable. But I guess the point of the game but is to actually convince people. But some yeah. some of this is some of the answers are the most ri- ri- over the top ridiculousness. And um, my mum, bless her, she always excels herself. She always sort of excels herself by putting in an answer that is so ludicrous we know it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is her answer for everything Neil Armstrong? <laughs> no, but um, Neil Armstrong but is the reason why there was a boom in population <laughs> levels in Texas in no, but the, the question the question we had was that somewhere in America someone discovered uh, that Thomas Edison left a small vial of blank so you kind of go oh yeah it could be it could <laughs> be blood it could be saliva Sperm. It, that, that sort of <laughs> stuff um, and my mum went food mixer <laughs> a small vial of food, food mixer <laughs> just just imagine just the Machine just half just tiny, tiny ones. Oh, she's just thinking, well, he was an inventor, so maybe he invented something. <laughs> he invented the food mixer. Pro- he probably d- did. Well, he? No, I don't know. I, I would have written an <laughs> apology to Tesla, but that's just me. <laughs> we haven't really mentioned, like, what's the actual topic of today's show. Oh, no, I haven't, because we're, we're trying to catch up with one another. It's been a while for we our did listeners. That yesterday. Well, no, you did that yesterday. I went to bed. I was really tired. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just let listeners know Jason is now 30. And um, me and Ian have been 30 for a little while now. And it In our yeah. 30s, I'm not 30. I'm just <laughs> if, we're thir- if we're 30, that's the Listen, dream. Listen, I'm 32. I can, stay, I, can, I can say I'm in my 30s and assume, like, try to hint that I'm 
younger than I actually am. Leave so me alone. So I was sleepy, right? I was just, I was sleepy. I was tired. I haven't gotten used to this crushing depression <laughs> sense of everything being over yet. I'm sorry, I'm struggling a little bit with this mm. whole I'm halfway to death thing. <laughs> no, you're not halfway. You're a third of the way. <laughs> Get it right. It's like a roller coaster. You're going down the first big dip. The, <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is, you're still a growing lad. Unfortunately, it's horizontal, not vertical. Okay, so. listen, right? I've put on a bit. It's, it's a winter coat. It's a winter oh, coat. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I'm 13 and a half stone. And I'm, st- I'm just, I'm every day I'm eating calorie controlled diet, low carb, exercising, and I'm still getting fat. I'm like, doing I almost, none of those. I'm well, if you're plateauing, that means you need to change up a bit. I'm what, say? I, if you're plateauing on your sort of yeah, metabolism, yeah. you need to change up a bit. So maybe extreme sports might be up your alley, like extreme wheelbarrowing or <laughs> ironing. <laughs> they are real sports. Look them up. Of course they are. We live in Britain. Extreme couponing extreme. is the greatest <laughs> show. <laughs> this is a real show. It's on YouTube. I, I urge you, listen to it. If you hadn't shown me it, I would have thought you were just, oh, that's an amusing, that's an amusing <laughs> made-up program it's Jason's just <laughs> created. It's a real thing. <laughs> I know the show he's talking about. I've seen it. It's like, I've collected all these coupons. But what I don't understand about that show is that it, it's designed to sort of, it's one of those, it's almost like it's shaming the people who are being frugal with their finances. But I'm like, that's just sensible business acronym there. But I mean, they just get some kind of perverse sexual thrill out of saving money on coupons. Oh, it's they like, do. Oh, I can, get, I can get three bottles of fairy liquid for a dollar. Uh, do you need <laughs> it? Think of how clean I can get my plates. <laughs> here's the question. Do they need it? <laughs> that's, that's the thing. They're just like, oh, I just stock up the pantry. Uh. And then it's like, 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 it's fake as all hell. The entire oh, show uh, ev- is every fake single, as all hell. Every single program that's on TLC, yeah. or the American equivalent, it, it, it's scripted. In fact, at the awards ceremonies, like at the BAFTAs, they don't call it reality TV. They call it scripted reality. And like in speech uh, oh, marks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because oh, yeah. then there's stuff like that. Was it um, the, like the towing shows? Like, was it Lizard Lick towing? What? <laughs> Or like so can't pay, we'll take it away. That's Is can't pay, we'll take it away fake? I don't know. No, no, that one definitely seems <laughs> the real. The thing is, there's an element of it where they're always they're staged because they, it just out of necessity because there's only one cameraman. Yeah, and you can't yeah. get those angles. You know the thing that recently in this week in the run up to us recording this week weekend, the story that came out that was that was shocking people was the fact that carpool karaoke. James Corden isn't driving the car. But no, he would have <gasps> just smashed. Along. <laughs> he would have smashed into someone by now. If you're driving along <laughs> and you look to your right and there's Paul fucking McCartney just <laughs> singing with you, I would probably crash into a wall as well because I'd so be like, "It's Paul McCartney." Is it just is he just sitting in a car that's being towed along the road? Yeah, yeah. which is typical movie making, TV making stuff. They are always like that, and people just go and. <gasps> What else isn't true? <laughs> I mean, what else isn't true? I mean, I'm, I'm more annoyed that they're just ripping off Robert Llewellyn's idea and he's not getting any checks. Because oh he, yeah. he was doing it 10 years ago. He was ago. doing carpool for yeah, a day, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they, ba- they based it on his YouTube series. I think it's mainly started because he wanted to promote electric cars because he's very yeah, yeah. environmentally conscious. Yeah, absolutely. That's Good old Robert boy. Llewellyn. That's my boy. He's like, <laughs> he's a smee. <laughs> a smee. Hey, that is a Red Dwarf reference. I'd love to see, I'd love to like actually ask him and be like, listen, what do you think that oh, James Corden's gotten so popular over ripping off your idea and, and singing? I think he'd be pretty cool about it because he's a cool guy. He's, he is a cool guy. I've met him several times. What was the band he was in before Red Dwarf? The, the Joeys. Have you yeah. ever? Have you ever <laughs> they've actually remastered some of their tracks and popped them on YouTube a couple of years ago. Really? Oh, just Google the Joeys of Robert Llewellyn and the music. It's brilliant, but awful. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> just, just, just listen to it. Oh, just do that, it. That, that is, a, that is a category for another day. It's like celebrities who have released albums that we didn't. I know. mean, he was a music. He was a musician, then became an actor. So, like Ricky Gervais is another one. Oh, I just, I'm sorry. I just hate him. I just, I just hate everything about him. No, I'm, I'm a fan. I can, but I, I'm a fan of Ricky Gervais's. I totally get why you wouldn't like Ricky Gervais. I just <laughs> don't like cringe humor, man. I just, really? I just don't like The Office. I don't like any of that at all. But this is just my personal opinion. But for me, like comedy comes from actual comedic timing. I'm a, I'm a big stickler for comedic timing. I'm a big fan of like great, quick-witted comedians like uh, yeah. Lee well Mack. Well, we Dorothy. were watching. We were watching last night um, some clips from Whose Lines It Anyway? That's the right. USA version, uh, the yeah. recent one with Aisha Tyler hosting. Yeah, and. Even then, it's like we've got Colin Mockery and Ryan Styles who've been doing the show for like for their lifetime, and they're still good. <laughs> they're still good because it just comes from wit. It comes from quick thinking, and it comes from taking advantage of, of good opportunities for jokes. Whereas Ricky Gervais is, uh, this is the joke. Pause. 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 <laughs> See, this, this, and, this and the fact that you just fucking laughed at that <laughs> means that I hate you just as much as I, I hate Ricky Gervais now. Because <laughs> it's the same fucking joke every time that I finish the joke and now here's a pause. Right. Here's the thing, though. Comedy and tragedy go hand in hand. And those jokes are funny because they're tragic. It's, it's comedy drama. Right? And the, 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 you're not laughing because it's cringe. Like, you're laughing because of the awfulness of the fact it's, it's the fact that he doesn't realise it's cringe it's Ricky <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Gervais's character the David Brent character and that, that ilk or something like another series that springs to mind like the Inbetweeners which is very cringe wasn't a fan of that no, either, I, I, I love it. it's, it's <laughs> the fact that they do, do these incredibly awful things and they're just painfully unaware and that, that's where the humour that's why I love it and it's very it's, it's very it's a very honest it's very British like, it is very yeah, British I mean cringe translates it translated well with Steve Carell because they um, they, they they made him it's more positive cringe. It's like mm. you still love him. Well, with David Brent, you're meant to dislike him. Even I just <laughs> mission accomplished, mate. Fucking mission. I just I just like I, I hear what you're saying and I understand what it's going for. Just not I not just, your cup I of tea. Just still fucking hate it. Well, you're passion. entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh yeah, we're recording <laughs> trivial. This, this, this has gone off topic a bit. I mean, this is this uh, this show. We originally had a topic, but I think at this point we've been going for long enough that we can just call this episode. We're just talking. Oh cool. yeah, give us gen- a yeah. general chat about episode. We're pulling one out. Yeah, let's, let's, one keep, out. let's yeah, just yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Right. Meant, okay. to, be we'll about, we'll meant to be about fictional vehicles. We'll do that next episode. For now, let's just fucking chat shit. How much time we got on the episode so far? Well, we've got about twenty minutes. We've done. got twenty so minutes in it. We can chat I w- shit for twenty I more I w- minutes. I want to keep Jason's little mini breakdown in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he just said in the last thirty seconds, I want it in the episode. I want oh. what I'm saying right now. I want in the episode and that and that. And that, but not this bit. But no, not this bit. That's that needs to go. That needs to go. If it's in, I will smack you in the face with a picture of Stephen Merchant. But he was, he was, uh, <laughs> he was, was his, was his name in, in Portal too? Yeah, he yes, was, um, yes. And that was, a, that was amazing. Well, that, that but then this, it this was is why I like the, the office. Content. This is the interesting yeah. thing about the office is that it's it's not Ricky Gervais, it's Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. So Ricky Gervais created the David Brent character, right? Because he'd already he built a career on being that character, and he before the office he was despised because he was he played a similar version of himself. Um, for the eleven o'clock show, that's where Ali G debuted. So everyone mm. fell in love with Ali G, and everyone right. hated Ricky Gervais because he was being himself as David Brent. Right. Stephen Merchant created the office element of it, 
And so they basically, they, j they married the two ideas yeah. and that's yeah. why The Office works so well. The really frustrating thing about The Office though, from my point of view, is my favourite comedy at the time was a Victoria Wood comedy called Dinner Ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And Dinner Ladies is a traditional studio setup. Um, but Victoria Wood was desperate to film it like a documentary. Um, she didn't want a laughter track. She didn't want an audience, and she wants because it's it's the humour is quite dry. It's very dry and quite north northern, and it's, it works very well. Um, but the BBC they basically outright said no, comedies aren't made that way. You don't make comedies that way. You need a studio audience. You need free you know free camera set up. You you can't make it like a documentary. At the same time, they were making The Office. <laughs> At the same time, <laughs> it's right. like the Office, BBC Three to begin with. Or BBC no, no, two. BBC Two. Yeah, because yeah. it, it then got promoted to BBC One for its like second series. For, or, uh, or no, it was for the Christmas specials, I believe. Yeah, um, which are very good. Um, it, it's interesting. Yeah, the BBC went for this phase. It not used to be a case of you went started your comedy on Radio Four, and then you'd make it on then they'd make it for BBC Two. Now they've kind of skipped radio, and it, it was BBC Three, then BBC Two, and then if it gets really popular, BBC One. And you notice that whenever comedies do this, they get increasingly worse. Yeah. Like Little Britain. When it was a culty little series on BBC Choice, I think it was called. Um, it was, yeah, it was BBC Choice, I think. Bef no, no, that, that was BBC Four. What was BBC Three originally called? BBC Three. Was it called? Yeah, it might I mean, if they made you BBC you Four, they had BBC we, we, Three. We no, 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 it was BBC Choice and BBC Four was called BBC Knowledge. Guys, I've got an idea. <gasps> Jason, you're by a computer. You know what this calls for? We need answers right now. Let's go to Fact Check Corner with Jason. What was BBC Three originally called? Thank you very much, Jason. He's getting to work in Fact Check Corner. But yeah, I don't recall BBC Three having any other names other than BBC Three. I could be wrong, but, but, but there was definitely a BBC Choice and there was definitely a BBC Knowledge. BBC Three replaced BBC Choice. Ah, okay. and was I stand corrected. Itself, because there is no more BBC Three. Wow. Now it has been replaced by BBC Three Online. Yep. Yeah. Which is a shame because there's a lot of great comedy coming out of BBC Three Online, no, but no one's watching it. I mean, like, like Fleabag is an example. Yeah. If, you have, if, if, if anyone's listening to this and they haven't watched Fleabag, it is by far the best. It's, I was going to say best comedy. It's one of the best pieces of visual art this country's ever produced. It's a phenomenal series. Well, they're doing, um, at cinemas at the moment, they're doing NT Live Fleabag, so the original West End show oh, was cool. being broadcast to um, cinemas. Yeah. Um, of course, I think they did, it, they did it earlier last year, and they, pre and they recorded it, so basically they're just replaying, yeah, replaying yeah, yeah. that. But it gives you an idea of what it was based on. Like um, no, that's it's yeah. a it's a one it's the uh, Phoebe one Waller woman Bridge. show. Yeah, one woman show. Oh wow, it's received a lot of awards. R what? Really, what? BBC Three or Fleabag? Uh, Fleabag. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Fleabag's yeah, when yeah. you know everything left, right, and centre. And oh, I, yeah. I I caught it by accident because I just my, my partner showed me some random clips on YouTube, and I thought it was like a, a, a I thought it was like an indie sketch show at first, but no, it's 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 genuinely brilliant. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> so I've just seen some of the cast member names. Oh yeah. <laughs> So we have uh, Olivia <laughs> Coleman plays mother. Oh, the best the best thing about Fleabag, Olivia Coleman. So obviously she has a reputation for being the nicest human being on the planet. I mean, mm. there's nothing that makes me smile more than watching her win her Oscar. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> for the favorite. Um, she plays. You're gonna have to sense this. A an absolute vile. C <laughs> she is so horrible, but she <laughs> she she plays um she plays one of those awful uh white knight types who um you know the people who collect friends who represent various minorities mm. in order to show how progressive they are even though it's so false and they don't care about these people whatsoever 
and it's 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 quite cringe. I don't know if you appreciate it, but it's a different kind of cringe. I mean, like I'm, I'm willing to take a look at it quite simply because uh, the cast shows Ben Aldridge as asshole guy. Yes. <laughs> oh, the be- the best one is Adam Scott. Um, you know, um, Moria- Andrew Scott. Uh, yeah, f- you know, Moriarty from um, the recent Sherlock series. Mm-hmm. He plays sexy priest as the priest, and then we also. Oh no, no, no! He's sexy priest. Okay, <laughs> all right. And we also you will swoon for him. I I may be quite heterosexual. My God. <laughs> we also have Ray Fearon as hot misogynist. Yes, he's that's so a very uh, good that's a good character. Yeah. Um, no, give it give it a check, give it flea bag oh, is very wow, good. He is very attractive. I told you what sexy priest. No, Ray Fearon, the guy who's uh, hot Oh misogynist. hot misogynist, yeah. Damn, that dude's got like that dude's got cheekbones. <laughs> wow. Right. If he lied on the ground, puddles would form in them. Like man just has to carry around <laughs> his own wet floor signs. <laughs> just having them strapped to your back. Yeah. Yep. So but um, yeah, Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge, she, from, from Fleabag, Daniel Craig was such a fan that he, he suggested she be brought on to work on... Um, uh, no Time to Die. No Time to Die, which you were telling me last night has a near three-hour runtime, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Now, this isn't true. Obviously, the uh, well, the fact is, I can't say it's true because I, I only believe it when the BBFC kind of say it as well but yeah apparently a couple of um film release uh uh sites in in european countries have already listed no time to die's runtime as 174 minutes that's five minutes shorter than endgame yeah but the, is, is it because it's daniel craig's last one they need a half an hour return of the king-esque goodbye <laughs> possibly <laughs> you just have an image of james bond going to the um the uh oh what, what's the where did they go at the end of the lord of the rings on a magical, Home. mystical boat. No, yeah, I know it's <laughs> on a magical, <laughs> mystical. Where's the, where's the part of Middle? It's not Middle Earth. They leave the land of the land of the elves. I, I need. I, I have a question for Fat Corner. We need answers right now. Let's go to Fact Check Corner with Jason. At the end of Return of the King, where does the little hobbits and the li- the not little elves go on a big boat? Okay, so it's like where did where did uh, Bilbo and them go? Bilbo and Frodo. Right, where did Bilbo go? But while Jason is looking that up, no, we remain in reverent silence until I get my answer. Uh, okay, shit. Thanks for the pressure. Where did Shut up! I go? said reverent silence. Uh, I don't know, I don't this is Lord of the Rings we're talking about. It's important. Uh, Valinor. Valinor. Yes. Yeah, Thank no, you. Valinor. No. That's that's the coffee you gave me earlier. <laughs> okay, wait, hang on a second. There you go. Right, right. So I'm just pulling it up here on <laughs> answers.com. Uh, <laughs> simple plug. Bilbo. Ah, here we go. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got the actual, uh, the actual thing here. Uh, they went to the place in the heavens where you never grow older, but not Neverland. Uh, <laughs> Bilbo and the others <laughs> go over the sea to Aman, the land of the Valar. Uh, the mortals in the group, Bilbo, Frodo, later Sam and Gimli, do not become immortal, which is a common misconception, but will still die. It is not an equivalent of heaven or a spiritual realm or a kind of life after death paradise with a death of Middle Earth, but a normal land. Upon death, elven and dwarven souls go to the halls of Mandos, while the souls of humans leave the physical world. What happens to the soul of Frodo and Bilbo? Well, they're not elves and they're not dwarves, so I guess they just die. Hell. Or they have second breakfast or second death. That's to say, as long as... <laughs> <a bit> as <laughs> <laughs> second, death. second death. Shut up. That's awesome. Shut up. That's so good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go f*** yourself. Go out in your garden. Dig a hole and bury yourself, you piece of shit. 
Do you know what you are? Oh. You're a piece of hobbit-hating shit. Oh, Mr. Fraudle. F*** off. Oh, Mr. Fraudle, what happens when we're dead? Oh, time for second death. Why is all your hobbit... <laughs> Why are all your hobbit impersonations the same hobbit? I don't know. Why do we all talk like that, Mr. Gondorf? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm, I'm a scouser hobbit. Enough, enough, enough. <laughs> right, because I'm still, I'm still researching. I'm still all researching. Right. Oh, sorry, yeah, reverent silence. Right, so... Uh, the reasons for the elves' departure are detailed in the Silmarillion. Yeah. Uh, but to summarise very briefly, the elves once lived in Valinor with the gods. They rebelled and were exiled oh yes. to Middle-earth. Of course, because um, Sauron was one of them. Let me finish! Oh, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> After thousands of years, <laughs> they have been allowed to return, and gradually many do. Gandalf goes with them because that's where he's from. He is one of the Maya, essentially a minor god. He's only in Middle-earth because he was sent there on a mission, which is now complete. He could probably magic himself back, but it's not his style, so he travels with the elves. Now you may comment. Lord of Rings is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's all right. Do you know what's better? Harry Potter. It's not. Frodo, Bilbo, and eventually Sam uh, were invited to live among the gods, an unprecedented honor for anyone who is not an elf, as a reward for their service related to the ring. Oh. So this was never actually explained in the movie at all. At all. At all. At all. It wasn't explained at all. No! <laughs> no ring explain a hole! <laughs> but there is a hole in the ring. So, uh, we need to like give you less powerful coffee for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that is I think Christian's th had too much caffeine <laughs> this already. This is a filler episode. I'm filling it with filler. <laughs> what noise is this? Uh, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. That's the sound of my patience being straight. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something that I've been getting into. I've been trying to paint like Bob Ross. Like? Well, well, oil paint and stuff like that. Well, currently, oh, yeah. we're, we're, sat, we're, we're sat in our little usual recording area of, of my kitchen. And uh, on the side, I have my, uh, my lovely, um, well, attempt at trying to follow a Bob Ross painting tutorial. Um, and there's happy little clouds. There's a really good mountain, but then it just collapses into a mess of greens and blues. Um, oh, well, that's a mountain. I thought it was a dog. He's trying. Don't be a dick. <laughs> no, <laughs> no the, the best thing about your mountain is like I could the way you've done the snow cap. I know exactly how Bob Ross does that because I've watched so many of his episodes. Yeah, he's sort of like a little bit on the palette. Yes, and just just gently drag it across, drag it down and across. I I genuinely think you would suit a Bob Ross style afro. I was saying, is that Ian's hair's grown quite long. Yeah, you're getting quite shaggy. He's getting, he's good. It's hilarious when I straighten it. I look like AJ you're Styles. Straightening your hair. I, hang on, I, I, like, this is pointless because it's like we're doing this in audio, so I can't really show a picture of me with straight hair. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you finally mastered the the purpose of radio. <laughs> but um, but no, I've been I've been kind of enjoying it because it's like I just find it kind of relaxing just to watch. It's like even even though sometimes I'm watching, I'm not trying to paint at the same time. It's just like it's just fun just to kind of watch a picture come together like that no no and i i i'm, I'm more i definitely have thought that <laughs> the world would be a better place if more people found an artistic out um output output thank you yeah i i, I think it's important for the soul it really is you know what we've got some time do you know what we should do we should call someone we oh, yeah, okay all right uh, you know what we should do we should do one of those phone competition things where we just say <laughs> pick up the phone and you win a prize. Like, well, well, like a boat. Yes. A beautiful yacht. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is what you could have had. In one. A beautiful yacht. Okay. So, so uh, Jason, you have power of the phone. Because we've actually... Uh, you know what? I'm going to connect your phone to the console. 
There we go. That is a oh, that is terrible idea. That is technology at its finest. It is. I'm yep, going to play so much trademark music. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we know where that has to you be mean cut if you play it. <laughs> you mean copyrighted music. So What did I say? You said trademarked music. Whatever. So who who should we call first to win, potentially win our fake boat? Uh, we are going to call Keith Copping. Keith hey. Copping. Oh. All right. He's a good Team friend Jibbles. of ours. He's, he, yeah. Okay, let's give it a ring. If anyone who doesn't know Keith, you're really... Oh, 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 <laughs> but yes, hello, Keith. You're you're currently technically being pre-recorded live on Reveal Titans. <laughs> hello, pre-recorded live. <laughs> it's the way of the future. Did you know? Did you know Ian actually has that phrase tattooed on his left bum cheek? Got pre-recorded live. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's actually it's pre-rec, and, and then the other go, one yeah. is earned live. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just has to open his booty cheeks. You, you don't know where board. the O is. It's, oh, it's it's his bum hole. That's it, the joke. That's, that's the, the joke, joke Christian. No, no, I hole. know you stole my joke before I was able to make it. No, that means I told the joke first. No, I was I was thinking it before you said it. Okay, welcome to Trivial Titans. Keith. No, that, that that just means that just means he told the joke better. Christian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. He's, uh, how long's the phone call been on? About thirty seconds, well, and I'm already getting about, Keith Copping sass. You'll get it's about a minute and twelve seconds. Oh, that's actually a record. Normally it's instant. I like, mean, normally you just see Keith and he just decks you straight in the face. It, it, it's not. You just give me a look. What? But, right. Obviously, we were going to give away a free fake boat. It will. It will go perfectly with my free fake helicopter. So, yeah, <laughs> right. You can only have the boat if you let us know the secret keyword. What is the secret keyword? We've been dropping this word in every episode. What is the secret keyword, Keith? Ah, the secret keyword. Yes. Oh, it makes me regret just not listening to your show whatsoever. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just take a wild guess. Take a wild guess, Keith. This is your chance for a boat. What is the keyword? Duh. Oh my god, how dare you use that kind of language here on the radio. Ian, you'd better bleep that out now. Get this piece of shit <laughs> off the phone. I am tired of this. Absolutely not. You disgusting human being. Goodbye. Have we, have we just cut Keith off? <laughs> I will not accept that kind of language. I will not accept that kind of language on this show whatsoever. Whatsoever. Uh, if any any of Keith's like employers are listening, uh, I think you need to fire that piece of shit right now. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. How could you feel comfortable working with a person who there. has such hate? I feel I feel horrible, even uttering the word that he uttered. I, I wouldn't do it. I'm gonna th- I, I'm gonna I, do I, it. I'm w- gonna do it. I would be cancelled. I'm gonna do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that this is the point we should probably mention that Keith didn't actually say a no, horrible word no. in case any of his employers <laughs> are actually <laughs> listening. Well, thanks for ruining the joke, guys. Yeah, but it was funny for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, I don't that's a radio show. Yeah, but I don't want to ruin someone's life because of your shit humour. You ruin my life every time we record this f***ing show. Yeah, but you choose to be ruined by me. You uh, like me ruining you. All right, I'm calling someone else. <laughs> Mum, Dad, stop arguing. You know your mum and dad are literally in the other room. They might, they might come. Actually, found a way to shut you two up by just ringing someone. Ring, ring, motherfucker. Ah. 
Oh, we are connecting. Hi there. What's your name? Where are you from? <laughs> oh no, game show. All right, <laughs> Danielle Starkey or Dando. Call me what you want. I'm going to call you Clive. Clive? What? <laughs> you said I can call you what you want. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I, I call Clive now. Fine. But yes, welcome to Trivial Titans, where we are trying to give away a free fake boat. Amazing, it's fake, it doesn't exist. Jason, I think we should hand this over to you because you know how someone can win the fake free boat. I do absolutely know how someone can win the fake free boat. Okay, Danielle Starkey, Dando, also from the South. Nice to meet you. How are you doing? Welcome to Trivial Titans. Are you ready for a boat? Are you ready for the question? Yeah, come on. Are you ready for this? Okay. So more enthusiasm, please. More, yeah, more enthusiasm. We want you to get hype. Can, can, we, can, can you scream for us? Uh, okay, I'm gonna wake up everyone in the house. Here we go. Ah! Okay, that works. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, in order to win the special free boats, the special free boats. No, no. Correction. The free fake boat. The free fake boats. God, can I get the question out? What is the secret keyword that we say on every episode of Trivial Titans? I have absolutely no clue. Okay. Do you want to take a guess? Uh. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like knowing you guys, probably booze. I mean, booze is booze is, booze booze is a good guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, could be, it, could, it could be a good guess. It could be a good but guess. there is a free fake boat. It is a luxury yacht. You luxury. can take it down the coast of France. Absolutely lovely boat. I have no idea what it looks like. Let's give it a nick of paint. Let's say it's royal blue. Yeah, it's blends royal. in with the sea. Uh, <laughs> since, since, since you've been a good sport about our idiocy, we'll give you one more chance to guess what is the secret keyword also if you are incorrect uh we'll just make fun of you and hang up the call um so no pressure <laughs> what is the uh, word uh, so it's a secret word you guys say every episode right yep. uh, yeah yeah it's, it's featured in every single episode of trivial titan so far oh okay well i mean it's probably gonna be something dumb like gooch, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, gooch is a good guess, but That's I'm afraid. A great word. I'm afraid the correct word or phrasing in this case, phrasing, we're still using it, was Flint the Time Detective. Oh, for f oh, sake. That wasn't a word that we always <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't agree with that. Flint the Time Detective is featured in every episode <laughs> of Trivial sake. Titans. And that's all. Thank you so much for playing, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Also, you said it was a key word. That's not a key word. Yeah, I know. I'm with Clive here. I am in charge of the competition. I will not be questioned. I'm questioning you, sir. I will not be questioned. Sir, Ian, pass me my jewel glove. No, I don't I have it. I need a slap. I don't have it. What do, what do you mean you don't have it? Where did you put it? You know, you, know, you know what? I am the main producer of the show. You know oh, what? You know oh, what? is you that know how what? it is? You know what? I'm going to put my boot down. I'm going to put my shoe in a boot. Can I can I get like a free jet ski instead of like a, a free imaginary boat instead? A free like fake a jet ski. Okay. You could you could yeah. have yeah. all manner of yeah. things if you got yeah. it right. You know, <laughs> hey 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 hey! You know what? You know what? I'm I'm a guy with a heart of gold. Heart of gold. So you know what? She's got <laughs> the free fake jet ski. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so you you are painfully aware that. Flint, the time detective, isn't one word. It's one word to me. <laughs> it's the only words that matter. Are those words tattooed on your left bum cheek? I think my bum cheeks have been scarred for this episode. <laughs> can you stop talking about your bum cheeks? It's all he ever goes on about. Well, exactly. You brought them up. Well, it's kind of hard to miss them. 
who who were we talking to by the way? Because I've no, I don't actually have a clue who they were. Uh, we were talking to uh, Keith Copping. Uh, I know Keith Copping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that was uh, <laughs> Daniel Starkey, uh, well known uh, and very talented uh, cosplayer and uh, special effects artist in the theatre. Uh, you can pretty much make anything. If anyone is interested in looking at her work, uh, you can find her at Starkey Studios on uh, on Facebook. Starkey, one word. Uh, and yeah, she's a, a good friend. And uh, and yeah. Very, very talented. Feel free to take a look at her work. Cool. Well, can, can you do me a favour? Can you apologise to her on me and Ian's behalf for ruining her morning? <laughs> 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 uh, but yes, thank you to Keith and Danielle for uh, joining in with the amusements for this episode because this episode's really just been random tangent after random tangent, really. It's like we haven't seen each other in six weeks and mm. we needed just to catch up. It's the warm-up. It's the warm-up before the main course. What should we call this episode again? Uh, all, all filler, no killer. All filler, no killer. Featuring, oh, yeah. featuring the Keith copping experience oh very nice i like that i like that yeah. a lot yeah. but yes i think it's time we do need to say goodbye so thank you much for listening hope you enjoyed this random filler no killer episode <laughs> of trivial <laughs> titans of course you can get in touch with us by emailing us at contact at bunkerzilla.co.uk you can also follow us on twitter at trivial titans and Ooh. you can also go to bunkerzilla.co.uk and submit a trivial question for us to answer in a future episode so we do need some questions so Go there, fill in a question, and you know what? Our wise wisdom will try and answer it. <laughs> <in> <laughs> our wise wisdom. Our wise wisdom. Our wise trivial wisdom. But also keep in mind that if you don't send us questions, it could be you we call next. Yes. Well, that's what we should start doing. Just calling just random people, calling like, people. Like, give us a question. Give us a question. Tell we need a question. questions. We need, we need a thing. We, we need, need questions. Thing. We need answers. But, yes, until next time, thank you very much for listening. Oh, I want to uh, do it. I want to uh, do it. Okay. Okay. I want to do it. Okay. That's just a thing. Yeah. This is a difficult thing. Okay, so until next time, I am Flint the Time oh Detective. Fuck's sake. Here with Flint the Time Detective <laughs> and Flint the Time Detective. <laughs> and we'll see you next time on Flint the Time Detective. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. And on the strength of that, I think, I think Christian, we need, a, uh, we need to hear some guidance. So I think it is time for your final thought. It's time for our last trivial thought of the episode with Christian R. Allen. Vegeta and that was our final trivial thought of the episode from Christian R. Allen. And what an episode it's been. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and follow us on social media. We'll see you soon for the next exciting trivial episode of Trivial Titans. Enjoy the show. Discover more Bunkazilla originals at bunkazilla.co.uk. Mm-hmm.